next episode of Member When with Dean and Austin. And uh, this week's episode is going to be about uh, video stores. So what are some of your earliest video store memories, Austin? Uh, we, we used to have uh, the Blockbuster. Everybody knows Blockbuster. But just down the street, we had, it's now an old age home by my mom and dad's, but it used to be like a, just like a ma and pa run, run video store. You'd go rent your VHSs. And... Oh, you know, I think that, I think I kind of remember another one like around our house when we were young. There was like one that was kind of like uh, in the bottom of an apartment building. You yeah, that, that one's one? old age home now. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, yeah, it used to be a movie rental place. You know, what I remember about that was um, that's a place where I went when I was really young. I was probably like maybe three or four years old. And I had a Sega Genesis. My mom brought me to like rent a game there. And I actually wanted Star Fox, which is for SNES. And she kept saying I couldn't get it, like I didn't have the right console, and I didn't understand like what a console even was at that point. So I just like I started getting really mad. I was like, I just want Star Fox. What well, What aren't you getting? <laughs> she would not get me that game, and I was like, Why won't you give me this? This is the one I want. I don't want any other game. The bag to get whatever game you wanted. You can only ever pick one, too. Yeah, you can only pick one, unless they had like one of those like two for or three for two sales or whatever. A lot of them used to have that, like, yeah. I think in later years. When they were trying to make money. <laughs> yeah, because earlier, I think, like, I remember anyways, like, some rental places, they were, like, five to seven dollars. I think, like, Blockbuster was really bad for that. Like, it was, like, seven fifty for a rental. Yeah, at the time, that's, like, being 15 bucks now. You might as well just go into the theater. Yeah, it was crazy. I remember, like, my mom, like, when I was young, too, she didn't want to rent from blockbuster because it was so much more expensive but i always like going there because it had more selection i went into a blockbuster it was like a paradise for me as a kid well they had more of like the like the kiosks and shit like didn't they used to have like an n64 setup when you went in and yeah like they did they had like a bunch of kiosks i think like it was whatever was popular at the time i think they had like one of everything pretty much i remember like the ps1 and the n64 ones for sure it was always such a big deal. We we always, we did it every Saturday. We went. And I was allowed to pick out a game and a movie. Yeah, I think that's pretty much how I was. I think like every week, I would say like every Friday night, we went to um, the Video Vision near our house, which ended up turning into like Video Club, and it was like a little mom and pop store too. And I think you remember that one. But um, that guy was cool because he used to like give us stuff. That wasn't out yet. He kind of taught us about movies, too. Like, I remember him telling us, like, Blockbuster did so well because they had deals with, like, the studios in Hollywood where they could get a bunch of copies of the movies for basically free while they had to spend, like, $100 for one VHS tape, which I thought was crazy. But it was, like, kind of cool to see, like, the business part of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were around for a long time. And then all of a sudden, I think, like, probably five or six years ago now they shut down for good i don't know what happened to those guys but they were always really cool i ended up winning a costume contest at that store when i was young probably like five or six years old i was a dalmatian and i'm pretty sure i was the only one that entered that contest <laughs> had to be well, we just got rid of the last movie rental place here and uh, here now uh what's it called family video they just shut the last one like there's none left in the city now 
Yeah, I was reading about that. I think they only had like 13 in Canada total. Well, we, there was like four a year ago, and three of them shut down, and the last one just shut down. They're, well, nobody goes, right? What's the point? Yeah, I think, I think you know, video places, definitely today, you can't really do much with them, especially because, like, a lot of people are just watching Netflix and stuff, and a lot of people are just, you know, renting movies online and things like that. I don't think there's really much of a reason for them. But in addition to that, you have, like, the video game consoles now... If you rent a game, I mean, you've got to wait for that game to download to your hard drive. And that's going to take like a, probably a few hours out of a night when it could be like a three-night rental. And you can pay, what is it, 10 bucks a month or something like that and be part of a, the, the pack where you can just get all those games for free as long as you're paying the monthly fee. So you yeah. could rent two games a month or you could, uh, you could have access to over 100 of them or hundreds. Yeah, because both Sony and Microsoft have that, like, Sony has PlayStation Now, which, I mean, you can get a bunch of, like, PS2, PS3, PS4 games. I think they have PS3 that. games anyways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's just technology, I think, just kind of put them out of business. Like, it just became too easy to stay at home and rent stuff. Or There's no, like, really, there's no hard copies even. Like, games, again, you don't really get it. You can go buy the game, but why? You can buy it for the same price on your system. You don't have to leave the house, like... Yeah, I mean, I was doing digital, all digital for like years and years on PS4, but then I started buying some discs now because I'm like, man, I don't know what's going to happen with like these servers, you know, as far as downloads are concerned in the next, you know, little while. I don't know what's going to go on with that. Are they going to actually make it a possibility to download all these old PS3 games that I have on my account or are they just going to close those downloads down after a while like i'm kind of getting a little scared of that with as far as we get away from like the 360 era i think there's something to to holding a hard copy of something yeah i mean it, it feels a lot better to me to actually have a disc and have the box art and i mean you don't really even get manuals anymore but like even like movies to me like i'd rather like have i don't know i I like collecting things, too. I guess that's part of it. But to me, I, I like physical media better. I know a lot of people probably don't at this point. I mean, it's more convenient to just have everything on a hard drive and play it off that. But, you know, it's There's definitely no not as good. The cool shit that used to sorry, stuff that used to be part of it. Like, you don't get like if you, you get a game now. Yeah, there's pictures that they have when you buy it. But like, you don't have that case with the cool box art and. They used to didn't sometimes games would have like when you bought the special edition it would have the unique or even when you rented it it would have that unique pamphlet in there that was like oh extra you know concept art from the game or whatever even I think near the end couldn't you rent like um, guides to the games near the end like you could yeah. you could go to the game and the guide all in one you know I think I think you're right about that that might have been a, like a strictly blockbuster thing um, that's what I, think. I think it might have just been blockbuster did it near the end you, could you go know. Right- they had a thing of books right at the front that was like all the guides. I kind of remember Blockbuster renting like Game Boy stuff. Yeah. And then like renting like maybe a Pokemon guide with the game. I don't know if I'm right about that, but I feel like they did that. Like they rented that guide where you can find all the special Pokemon and stuff. I think that was one of the first ones they did it with, like, and then they realized it worked, so they did it with a lot of the old, the other games, too. They just would buy the manual or the guides and put them there. You could just rent them both together, and they had special deals with them. 
or even just when you'd open it and you'd find like someone played the game like old gtas you'd open it and someone would have written some of the cheats on the inside like I like love old. the old cheats, especially with GTA. That was, I think, one of the, like the big ones that like everybody just wrote down all these special weapon cheats and all these different things like that. And I thought that was really cool because like I didn't really like dabble in cheat codes too much for a lot of my games. And then like I started seeing those, so I'd like go on like the old GameWinners.com site and look up all these cheats for these different games. <laughs> That's another thing that went by the wayside too is cheat codes. I mean, I was just gonna say, I even the new GTA Five there. I don't think they really have cheat codes for it. I think there are some, but I mean, like the thing is too, like it's changed with gaming at least is that like you have achievements and trophies now, and if you enable cheats, you can't get any of those. Like it disables but, yeah. it for the whole save. There's all those, yeah. You can't. It sucks. But even most games, they're just. I don't think there are really cheats there's not many cheats for them it's not a big thing it used to be a big deal getting the cheats and being able to do unique things and even i think it was didn't best buy or best buy sorry blockbuster used to do it too or like if you you could buy stuff from them too and if you bought a certain game like i know eb did it and best buy did it too but they all did it where like you could get special content that was strictly to like best buy had its own blockbuster had its own they all had their own like oh you got this special sword or a special gun by buying it from them and or renting it from them or whatever I think they had a lot of pre-order bonus. Well, not even pre-order bonuses. I know they did do pre-order stuff, but I mean, like, I think they had a lot of special content. The thing about Blockbuster that was really interesting back in the day was that they had, like, specific movies and games that only they sold, like um, that Clay Fighter that I was talking about, I think, in the Beast Wars episode, that uh, they had a special, like, uh, was it a tournament, tournament edition or something? Yes, because my cousin had it, and I, now that you speak about it, I remember, I, like, like a year ago, I remember seeing it, and it said Blockbuster on the back. You must have stolen it from a Blockbuster. Yeah, I think that game's worth a lot. Like, and they had a special Beast Wars, too, like I was saying in the last episode. They had, like, uh, the N64 version of the one game, yeah. I think it was, or PS1 version. I can't remember which one, but, like, they had a lot of special stuff they used to, like, I guess pay for different um, content that they could get, and a lot of that stuff's worth a lot of money these days because there's only so many made out of it. Oh, that reminds me of something that they had back in the day that it never came here, and it was pretty like really kind of under the radar to a lot of people. But they had these things that were um, they were video game cartridges, and they came in a kiosk. And I really need to look up, like, exactly what they were called. Because they were pretty cool. They could actually be rewritten to um, include different games. So, like, you'd get, like, uh, Sonic 3 on it. And then you'd bring it back to the store. And they'd put it back in the machine. And then the next person would write, like, uh, Terminator 2 on it. Or something like that. So you could, like, rewrite games. And this was back in, like, the Genesis and SNES era. So it was a really cool thing to actually see that. I haven't ever seen one in a store, but they had them in, like, select markets in the U.S. So I thought that was really cool. They were called Game Factory. That's what it was. I'll have to look that up, too. Never, I don't think I've ever heard of that. They were like blue and uh, like a greenish cartridge, and yeah, you could just rewrite them. And now people like have them on um, 
on eBay, and most of them don't work. Like the, I think there was a battery in there or something, something that made them like non-functional in this day and age. But uh, some people find like different games on them. Like you never know what it is. It's kind of like a grab bag. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, I just uh, I didn't even put that in the notes for this show. I just remembered that off the top of my head when we were talking about that because I thought that was interesting. I never knew it existed until like last year. When you moved, yeah, because like, I've never heard of that. A uh, guy called the Gaming Historian uh, did a little video on it. And that was the first I heard of it, but uh, he's really good if you ever want to watch uh, somebody on YouTube. He has a lot of like little documentaries and stuff. I remember like the VHS to DVD transition. Do you remember that? Like in video stores, how you'd have like a bunch of VHSs and then all of a sudden it was starting to go to DVD. Yeah, they they were disappearing. Well, then they also have the machine. Couldn't you bring stuff in? And just like in the end where you could pay them to fix games, you could bring stuff in and they would take it from a VHS and put it on a DVD or something like that. Like, uh, I be- think, yeah, I think they did. I think they were trying to um, transition everybody. My brother did that. I remember he brought some movies in because he wanted them on DVD when DVD was becoming real big. Yeah, and it's kind of funny now. Like, I wish I had kept some of my VHS tapes because they're probably um, pretty sought after at this point. I don't think VHSs are, like, completely, like, a lot of money right now, but I thought it was cool to have those. They were just so big to keep. Like, if you had a huge VHS collection... It was really hard to like store yeah. all those movies. Not only did you have to have the movies, you had to have the VCR, and you had to have the rewinder and the head cleaner and the blah, blah, blah. There was so much crap to it you had to have. I remember that my cousins, they had a whole get up set up for all their, their VHSs. I remember like um, my VCR, I had a VCR from when I was like three years old to like when I was probably 13. And I remember one day just putting a movie in there and it just like exploded like not like an not like a fiery explosion but like tape just burst and it wouldn't work anymore like it just it was done so that was probably around like 2001 like this was when dvds were starting to come into like the forefront too and i went out and got another vcr and it was you know one of the probably the last versions that they really made i know they just stopped making vcrs this year i think well last year now that this is 2020 but they just stopped making them but uh i sold that vcr and i regret it every day because that thing could rewind so fast like compared to the old vcr i remember i got the new one i was like this is crazy took 20 minutes to rewind a five minute thing yeah this one it took like 10 seconds i was like this is amazing this is a revolution then i got a dvd player and it wasn't a revolution anymore i think that was a common problem too because now that when you say that i remember i I had a tv that had the built-in vcr on it oh yeah and i remember that's why i watched roger rabbit so much because i because i needed to put something on at night because i have that ringing in my ears i would play a movie well that movie was stuck in there for like over a year so i watched (laughs) the framed roger rabbit like every night for like a year and a half before it finally broke down and I needed to get a new TV. But I, I couldn't get it out. I remember like jamming like a knife in there, trying to pop it out. Couldn't get it out. Those TVs were so bad because like once that broke, I mean, then you just had yeah, this big... That was the whole point in it. Yeah. You just had this big paperweight after that. I mean, most of them you could still watch the TV, I guess. But like you would have this extra part for like the VCR or even the DVD players because they did it with DVDs later. Yeah. And they never 
lasted very long. Like, I don't know anybody that kept one of those that is like, oh, I had it for 20 years and it's still working. It just it didn't work like that. It was terrible. No, they were meant to break. How about you got the membership? You got the special membership card? Yeah. She got that with everything now, but that was a big deal back then. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, like, you had the regular membership for, like, a Blockbuster and, like, any movie store, and you had the card, and you felt, like, really cool. Like, I remember the first time, like, I got my own, like, movie membership card, I was like, I'm the best person in the that world. That was, like, the top thing in your wallet because you're like, got my wallet, got my membership. Yeah, that was the only thing. Didn't have a, anything <laughs> else, maybe a debit card. That was there, a debit card or, like, 15 bucks that you had in your wallet, and that's all I ever had. Yeah. Cool movie but it's funny too because like literally didn't have much money and that's where all the money went is the movie store and it's funny too because like you were saying about all the kiosks and all that they put so much money in their stores to make them look fancy and to get special you know privileged movies and stuff just for them and their membership was literally just a piece of paper that had blockbuster printed on one side your name and like phone number on the other and then it was just heat sealed and they're like there's your there's your there's your membership three cents worth of paper <laughs> Yeah, you can still buy some of those on eBay. A lot of people have, like, random um, membership cards, like, just the actual paper for yeah. them. And, uh, like, people have such weird stuff from Blockbuster on eBay. I was looking through it all one day. People have, like, name tags that are blank. They have the actual employee shirts. Like, I could run a Blockbuster today for about 50 bucks on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. But... I always like going through those stores because of like the kiosks and stuff like that. Like you used to be able to actually spend like, you know, a couple hours in a video store if you were really like browsing. Yeah, you went in and you could you started at one side, all new releases, then it was like alphabetical order and the games had its own section and we didn't have it as much here, but I know in the in the states it was something they used to have they had it like adult sections. I don't remember any blockbusters having adult sections here. But I've heard stories of people talking about trying to sneak peeks in the adult section and trying to get back there when they were kids. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember any adult section either, but I don't think I would have like been looking for it either, right? Like, yeah. We and I think like in Blockbuster, I don't know that they actually had one or not. I can't remember if they did in the States I don't, or not. I don't think they did because they were more of a family kind of corporation. Well, but that one that just shut down was called Family Video. And the it had an adult section in the back in the back, like yeah. and all that was separating it was a curtain. Wasn't I like mean, a, a curtain. it doesn't surprise me. I always hear about the black curtain. I never remember seeing that in my video stores, but I don't I know. I remember seeing it there, but I did see it this one. This was like two years ago before it closed. That one, but it had in the back just a little walled off section with like a seventies bead curtain thingy, and that was the it just said adult. <laughs> I can even adult. I'm like, I don't want to go in there. I look like a creep going in there. I think everybody would have looked like a creep going in there. Like, I don't know how you can actually justify, oh, I'm just going to sneak a peek in here real quick. Uh, yeah, I'd like to re rent these five movies, please. Then you go yeah. up to the counter. Like, that must have been the most, like, traumatic experience. But um, I was going to say, I had, like, a specific way I went, like, through a video store. Like, he said how they had new releases on the one wall. I'd yeah. always go to that first. It didn't matter if I was trying to rent a game or, like, a movie. I always went to that first. Went to the right, yeah, then you took the corner, went around the whole building, then did the inside, and then you yeah. go to the game section. Yeah, it's funny that you knew exactly, exactly how it was done. Just That one just shut, like, two months ago, and the last time I went to it, that's exactly what we did. 
We walked in, went to the right, walked around the whole outside, did the inside ones. And then I was like, I'm going to go look what's in the game section. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you always do. You just always go through new alphabetical order and then like really old movies. Yeah. And it's funny because I always had the experience where I wanted one specific movie and nine times out of ten, they didn't have that movie. And then I'd go and find something in the older section. And, uh, you know, I'd end up with, like, three older movies at the same yeah. time. Things yeah. that I just liked. Filed get all the Die Hard. Yeah. You know you what said... I used to rent a lot as a kid, actually? What's that? I'm ashamed of this, but Good Burger. Oh, my God. I it was <laughs> No, for me, it was a game. We always rented, like, literally, we, we, we would go every Saturday, and, like, probably four times out of five, we'd rent Battletoads. That was, we, by the time, like, we could have bought that game 12 times by the time we were done with it. But yeah. we just, we'd, we'd literally go and return it, and they'd be like, hey, I want to rent it again. And then just rent it again and leave. Like, it made no sense. Did you ever end not, up buying it? No, that's the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, all right, what the hell? But yeah, but that's what I think about. I'm like, we could have bought the amount of money I spent renting that game every week when I was a kid. I could have went and bought three copies of it. <laughs> but it was a I'm, big deal to rent it. I remember like going to that video club near our house a lot. And like they'd um, they'd have like all the new releases and stuff. And then like especially that one, like he'd have like, you know, the same stuff all the time unless something new came out. And it wasn't like a big selection he had mostly the bigger games so you'd run through the ones that you wanted and then you kind of be like eh, okay i've kind of rented everything here that i want to rent and then i remember like randomly sometimes he'd be like hey if you want i have this game and it comes out you know next tuesday but we have it here if you don't say anything you can have this and the two games that i really remember that he did that for one was for my friend jake he went and rented Vice City a week before it released. Ooh. And we thought we were the coolest kids ever, knowing, like, playing through half that game before it was even out. I remember the one, you, that's the one that's in the corner of that plaza by your old house, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that you're saying, I'm, you're talking about it, and I remember where it is now. I remember that exact one. We used to get off the bus right there, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, Vision. It was Video Vision at first, and then I don't know what happened, but they changed it to Video Club. On now, but yeah, yeah. now talking about yeah. Well, but that was the first one, and then the second one was me going in there one day, and he did the same thing with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and that was even better to me because that game was like super super popular when it was coming out because everybody had already played through vice city and everything and like it was really hyped and you know it had all these new features and then i remember playing that for a few days and then i kind of got bored with it i was like yeah this is pretty cool that i have this early but nah. i'm done <laughs> yeah but he was always cool to us like that i'd like to know how he got him so early must have known somebody yeah, apparently so. I should have got his contacts when he went out of business. <laughs> That's yeah, but I remember like you could go like well, you were talking about Game Boys earlier. Like uh, one time, I went on a vacation with somebody I can't remember now, a friend at the time, and my mom rented me a Game Boy with Pokemon, Zelda, and something else, and then even rented a case for it so that like I could put it all away, lock it up, and carry it without damaging it. And I also remember renting like you could rent all the accessories like 
Do you remember the screen you could get for Game Boy where it would like magnify the screen, put two speakers and a light yeah. on it? And yeah. That I remember we rent you could rent everything. Like they had everything. You could rent consoles, you could rent handhelds, you could you could rent everything. If you didn't have it, you could just go, I want to rent an Xbox and I want this, I want this game for it. And you can I want controllers. Like you could rent everything for it. That was the coolest part to me was like being able to rent all these things that like I didn't have any money back then, you know, like I didn't have enough money to like buy more than one console. Like I had, I think, uh, PS2 maybe at the time that I kind of knew when these rentals were happening because I don't remember like much before like the PS2 era as far as like console rentals and stuff. I just didn't go to Blockbuster all that much. I wanted to. I just never got the chance. And um, I remember like we had PS2s, me and my friend Jake, and I was at his house the one night and his dad took us to Blockbuster and we rented an Xbox and uh, we rented 007 Agent Under Fire, which was a freaking cool game with that claw, the grappling claw. And there's another one where you could put the laser mines and make like a grid. People could walk through it. Yeah, yeah. That game was really fun. I don't think I have that still. I need to go find that game. It's like five bucks usually to find elsewhere but um so we played that game so much we thought that game was so cool and you could buy that game on the ps2 that was a stupid thing i don't know why we even bothered getting an xbox for that the other one was outlaw golf which was like a raunchy golf game and had like uh just i think the golfers like swore and the girls wore skimpy stuff and you know i can't remember too much of of it but i think you had mulligans too like if you made a bad shot you could just hit the mulligan button so you could like get a hole in one whenever you wanted (laughs) his dad like used to get really mad because um (laughs) jake wanted to like hit a mulligan every time he's like you can't do that it's not fair one mulligan pour for all that's it i think i think we had to like institute some kind of rule because he was getting really pissed off but it was fun I, I remember we rented another game. It might have been Halo. I think it was at the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because there were four of us, and we just played that constantly. But that's a story for another day, I guess, because Halo could be an episode on its own. You know, I think the funny thing about Blockbuster specifically is that like they could have purchased Netflix for $50 million in 2000. Now, that was a big missed opportunity on their part. Yeah, they just they, they didn't do it. <laughs> Which... Also, that time wasn't Netflix. That was where it was like you had to, it had to come in the mail and you had to return it in the mail. Yeah, so, I mean Netflix wasn't like the yeah. streaming service back then. It was just it was getting a movie sent in the mail, so it took a week to get. Yeah, I don't know much about that whole process. Like I couldn't imagine like having a mail back and forth. I'm sure some people like that, but I would have hated that service. Yeah, we didn't. I I remember thinking the same thing. Like, that's stupid. That's never going to work. And then somehow it made the leap from that to digital streaming, which was genius. <laughs> Changed everything. Yeah. The funny thing about that, too, with uh, Netflix and streaming is I remember that um, Xbox 360 actually had like the streaming rights to Netflix in the early days, I think for like the first year or two. Yeah. I remember that being a big deal with the, the 360 when it came out. You could download the Netflix app or whatever on it, and that was a big deal. Now, but, ever, like, <laughs> the workaround for it was really stupid, though, because if you had a PS3 or a Wii, you could actually just uh, mail the company or ask the company online for a disc, and they'd mail it to you, and that would be where the app is 
instead of just downloading it. So you'd have to run the disc. Yeah. So it was the same thing. It just, yeah. Companies just paying for stupid exclusivity. Uh, worked a bit, I guess. Yeah. One thing I won't miss is late fees, though. Yeah, late fees were pretty terrible. Um, and especially because like there were a lot of movies that were like a day rental, like an overnight yeah. rental. Well, this is a new movie, so you only get it for a night. Well, what the frick? I don't want to worry about returning it in the morning. That was the thing, like before you had to go to school, or, or you know, your parents would have to drop it off in the middle of the day while you're at school. And if it didn't get returned, you got screamed at. I don't know how many times I forgot to like return something on time. Like it was all the time. Like I literally, I would just forget, or I'd or or you could game the system because you knew like somebody would rent it if you took it back. So you'd just keep it for extra days and pay the late fee if you really wanted the game. Well, I think that's how I got the first uh, Turok. We we rented that and just, we just I we never returned it. And I think I, like it wasn't. I don't remember my mom having to go off like scream, but I do remember them saying something about it. Her being like, "No, we returned that." And it depended who you got, but like most of the time they were just like, "Oh, okay," and they just take it off your account. Sometimes you did. Like my aunt screamed at the guy, "I returned that movie." lost her crap on this guy and then we get in the app you go okay i'll get rid of it i'll get rid of it and then we go and get in the car and my cousin's like mom and he pulled the movie out of the center console <laughs> I she tore in, in LaSalle. she tore into this kid i remember it kid almost crapped his pants he was crying and she's like i returned it. i am so tired of this oh i'm just losing it and then the guy's just like okay i'll take it off your account ma'am and you can rent these two other movies and then yeah we get in the car mom it's sitting right here <laughs> oh well it's ours now yeah you can't go back from that yeah you can't go back and be like so sorry but um here's that movie i thought i returned <laughs> oh that was awesome she was so pissed off like they were dicks and it's like no you just left the movie in the center console my mom had a similar experience with um blockbuster doing that because i had rented i think three games one of them was the beast wars game which is so funny because everything's coming back to beast wars somehow but one of them was a beast wars game which was just a terrible game as i alluded to last time i was so regret renting that game i played it for about five minutes but i don't remember the other two games what i do remember is that it was like literally probably the third time i rented from blockbuster and we brought them back and then i think a few days later somebody called my mom that like we didn't return the movie or the games. And she's like, no, we definitely did. You know, we brought them right into the store. And I think she was good about that too. She didn't just leave them in the drop box. She'd bring them to the store and give them to the employee. Yeah. Like here, this is, I, these are back. Yeah. She made sure every time. So I don't think she did that all the time, but with blockbuster, I know she did that. So they called her once and I think they called her again like a week later. And she was getting pissed off at that. But then they started sending her letters. They sent her four letters saying that she owed like $21 or something like that. Four letters. And it cracked her up because the postage that it took to send that stuff was probably like, you know, half that amount anyways. So... She ended up taking the thing that they gave her because at that time they had given you like a, a self-addressed stamped envelope to send back to them. Yeah. She cut up her Blockbuster card 
and sent it to them, and she never heard anything again. You they just, just wiped out those late, wait, late fees. They're like, oh, we just lost a customer. But I thought that was hilarious. She just cut up her card, sent it to them, and they were done. They didn't say it, a word. Being a really big deal, because every I think everybody's got some kind of story on something like that, like where their parents slipped out over late fees. Because they did, it, they used to be bad. Like they, It's like cell phones. They had like hidden charges. Well, you it's late, so there's a restocking fee. And there's a late charge, and then there's well, you rent. You potentially just had to rent it again. And like I do remember having bring a movie back like a week late, and they'd be like, "Hey, that's forty two dollars." And you're like, "I don't know, yeah. not paying it'd be like double the cost of the movie." Yeah, like I'll do. That, you know what? And that's exactly what it'd be. You literally, I remember my dad doing that once when they said that, and he went, "Well, then I'll just keep the movie." And they said, "Well, no, sir." And he said, "Well, no. If I'm paying you forty two dollars, the movie's eighteen to buy. I'll just take the movie." And there were yeah. no certain sound, and he, he just walked out and took it. I think that was probably one of the last times we went to Best Buy, Best Buy Blockbuster. <laughs> it was probably one of the, I think that was one of the last times, at least I went with my dad, anyways. I mean, what always annoyed me, too, like, especially with video games, I remember, they only had, like, one or two copies of a game. Yeah. Like, they never had many games. So if you wanted, like, a big game or something that was really popular, you probably weren't getting that game and if you did it was an overnight rental or a two-day rental yeah and like you can't play a game in a couple days even in the like nes era i mean i would say that you probably want more than a couple days with a game yeah well i was gonna say i think for me it was zelda but i remember having to go back trying to get like uh zelda or green of time trying to going in like every other day because i wanted it and like you said there was only two copies and it was always out and I wanted it so bad. I would go in every day after school just to check. And like it was never there. Same thing. By the end, I could have just bought it. But I was like, I want this game so badly. Oh, it drove me nuts, like not being able to find games. I remember like finding like really cool games. Like what what are some of the like rentals that you remember that you really like that maybe like people don't like think about too much these days? Well, like you said, there was the Clay Fighter games. Those were really odd games. But I remember they were fun. But like, yeah, they're just really odd game. Yeah. They're- uh, the Battletoads was always what I, you know what, what I remember renting most though, because like you said, with the, uh, you only ever got one day or two days with it would be like Mortal Kombat because you didn't really have to get into the game. It was just an arcade style fighter. You just, you could rent it for a night. You didn't, didn't matter. You could play it for three hours and like, all right, I'm done with it and return it the next day and not have missed out on anything. Yeah. It was, you know, I don't remember renting a lot of like, like I said, I rented Zelda because it was my favorite game, but I don't remember doing that a lot with those games because exactly, you need like a month to play those games. You don't just finish it in a night. Like that's a game where you have to like, devote a lot of time. And people would wipe your saves well, exactly. off the game. Hey, because people wipe your saves. Oh, what was another one? Sorry, you just made me it. Hell, no, not hell. Crap. There was one, I remember one and I only remember, maybe it wasn't exclusive and another, it's another one that my cousin, I think, stole from Blockbuster. Because I'm pretty sure on the back of it it says Blockbuster. I forget what it's called, but it was it was in this. Damn it! I wish I could remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah, like a skull. Ah, crap! I had it in my mind just before I went to go tell you, and now I forget. It's like hell, hell something. I can't remember, but it was the Xbox exclusive, and it was another weird one. You like were walking through hell, and you had to collect souls to live. And mm-hmm. I just remember, I remember that was a big one. I remember we rented a lot and played at his house a lot because for some reason we really loved it. Can't even remember the name now, but I remember we played that like every weekend at his house. Yeah, and then doesn't sound familiar to me, but is it hell? Watch halfway through this, I'm gonna go. Oh, what's that? No, <laughs> I feel, I feel like it. Oh, damn it! Not like Hellbound, yeah. is it? Dark game, which back then there weren't a lot. Like kids' games, you didn't do that, right? There were kids' games. 
This was yeah. not a kid's game. It was pretty dark. Like there was rotting core, like well, the graphics they had at the time it was N64, but you know, there was like rotting carcasses and you had to collect souls and you had to go, you were killing these demons that were like had blood leaking from their mouth. Like I just remember being a really cool game. We thought we were really cool for playing because of how dark it was. And we're like, oh yeah, we're not just playing stupid kid games anymore. <laughs> playing bloody games man i can't remember what that would be it's gonna bug me because i just before i told you it was like it was in my head and you know when you go to say it and then all of a sudden it just uh, what was i saying like, yeah name uh yeah i know he, he still has it because he still has the same n64 with all the same games i it was clay fighter and the other one that we it was those were the two that for some reason we loved playing together is it called Shadow Man by any chance? Shadow Man, yes, that's it. Really? Yeah. That's the first one that popped up? I just that searched N64 Hell Game in Google, and that's the first one that popped up. That's what it is. It was Shadow Man. It was such a weird game, and it was really dark. And I remember, I don't think we ever got past the first level because I don't think we understood the game. We just were like, let's play it. And we would just play, and we never got past the first level because we didn't understand the game. We just liked that it had, like, blood and gore in it. I think that's the cool thing, though, about, like, renting games is, like, you would just play different stuff. Like, I like certain types of games, but I play different things because I'd rent all the stuff that I liked. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try this. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, well, and even with games like, for me, Mortal Kombat, that's not a game that I was really going to buy because it's not a game I'm going to play all the time. It was just a game that was fun to have for, like, the weekend when my cousins were coming over or when we were going to go hang out and do shit. And you wanted a game, you just wanted a an arcade-style game to play and fight each other on just to waste some time. But otherwise, I'm not going to buy that game for $80 when I can rent it for $5 every couple months because now I want to play it. Like, Well, exactly. And I think like N64 games were pretty expensive, too, in that era. I never had one, but I remember them being like... I remember like in the Sears Wish book and stuff, seeing N64 games and some... I mean, this was Canada, too, but it was like $100 for some cartridges. Yeah, they, well, that, yeah, I keep saying prices and exactly here in the States, I'm in Canada, so it is different. But yeah, it is, they were, they were expensive as crap. That's why it was just easier to rent it. And like yeah. you said, it, sometimes you'd rent a game and it would have, like you said, someone else's save game on it. So like what, you know, we, we did that with, which Colin ended up buying afterwards, but it was a Star Wars game for N64. And it was mo- mainly you were flying X-Wings. and. Oh, uh, it was uh, Rogue Squadron. Yes. And I remember renting it, and we someone had beaten the majority of the game, so we just played off of their game to see like what the ending was and the cool stuff you get in the end. Colin ended up buying it, but that, I remember renting that like three times, and one of the times we rented it, someone had beaten the game, so we just got to... And that was when... That was what was cool with those games, too, at the time, was the further you got in it, you would unlock... You didn't have to pay to unlock them. It was the further you beat the game, the more secret stuff you unlock, like, oh, a new costume, a new paint job, a new weapon or whatever something dumb but so then you would get that saved file and you'd already right off the bat be like oh i've got everything and you could just restart the game but restart it with all the cool crap that he already had so you got to play cool crap it's funny you mentioned that game specifically because um we had like a small store called microplay i don't know if you remember that one yeah i think so we had that store and um jake had rented rogue squadron and they ended up closing and it said on the sign closed two weeks for inventory which we thought was really weird because it doesn't take two weeks to do video game store inventory no so they were closed for a while and then all of a sudden it was empty so 
he got to keep that game, and it was brand new at the time. He got to keep that game completely for free. That's awesome. But I remember like playing that game and like taking down the uh, ATSTs with the little cable. Yeah. And the X wings. I thought that game was so fun. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you had to go around the bottom. I remember having to do that every time, running into the leg and having to start. Oh, I yeah. Hated that. I hated that mission every it time. Took, the game it took so long. Hey, I die and go, damn it! And I'd have to restart. And... <laughs> wasn't that the, that was the same one where you got to ride on the speeder bikes? And wasn't that the same one that had the Ren and Stimpy? You could find the special Ren and Stimpy coin. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because you could collect. You there were the collectible. Um, uh, what do you call it? Rebel logos you could collect. But I remember in the the one level where you rode on a speeder bike. If when you were chasing someone down, you would go through a town and come out this one building. And if you stopped, got off your bike, or you couldn't get off. But if you stopped and went around this corner, there was a there was a collectible silver coin, and it looked like or a silver logo thing. And it looked like Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Mm. I remember that being a big deal. Like a, we, we'd always try and find that because it was like a big deal to find that one collectible coin thing. That's really random. You don't see stuff like that these days as much with the like, Ross promotion. Much anymore. They ended up getting rid of those late fees after a while at Blockbuster, at least. I know a lot of other places just kept having them. But Blockbuster, by the time they got rid of late fees, like it was pretty much done for them. Like They were going downhill. Funny. Like, we'll do anything, don't you? can keep the movie for six years. Remember, they even put in, it used to be set times, like we said. It was like, oh, new games were only, or new games and movies were only a one-night rental. And, you know, like, games that were a little older were two, and then the older games were, like, a week. But then wasn't there a time where you could go in and pick, and you could pay, like, oh, I only want it one night? Well, that's five nine nine. Well, I want it for three nights. That's eight nine nine. I want. Yeah, it I think you could do like, that. Yeah, and they started doing that, because that was one of people's complaints. It was like, well, you know, exactly. Like, I want to rent legend of zelda and that's a game that i'm not going to finish in one night i want to rent it for more than one day and i don't want to come in the next day and go i want to re-rent it like mm. yeah i remember that i think that was an option like later on at least like i remember like you know after my mom cut up her card and put it in the mail. i mean i remember i didn't go to blockbuster for years but i really wanted to because they had all the stuff i wanted I just never got to go there. And then, like, when I finally got old enough, I was probably, like, 16 or so, I started actually going there by myself and just got my own membership. And the thing I really loved about, like, the later years going in there is that they had, like, games that I could buy for so cheap. Same with Blu-rays and everything. Like, they had them so cheap. I used to buy movies for, like, $3. I'd buy a game for, like, five to ten dollars sometimes that was pre-owned and the cool thing about that was like you could look and see if it had everything like complete like the instructions and stuff pretty easily with those games like you just shake them and you knew they were complete not like some places like eb that had you know a bunch of crap like generic cases for their pre-owned games and stuff like blockbuster it used to be pretty good stuff They'd have things that, like, were just rentals before, and you'd buy them for way cheaper. I always loved that. Well, especially with the cartridge games, too, because, like, you can't damage that unless you literally threw it in water. You could not damage those cartridges. So the the used one was still, other than maybe the case itself being a little beat up, was still usually just as good as a new one because it still ran just fine. You could throw those things against a wall. Discs are a little different, but those were, like, indestructible. Even the discs, I didn't have too much of a problem with. I don't think I ever had a broken one or one that didn't function. I think they resurfaced all their stuff 
Yeah, I was gonna say they had. I remember they had a machine that they put them in. It looked like a computer power almost, and they put it in. It would make. I remember it being very loud, like. Yeah, it was really loud. It used to run all the time. Yeah, it would be. They'd be fixing the DVD. Well, that's what like it's nowadays. It's not from when we were kids, but with the one that just shut down there, Family Video. The last time we went there, that's what it, every movie you go and get, they'd always automatically just take it and put it in the resurfacer and fix fix it up because. There was a time where they didn't do that, and every time we'd rent a movie, like we'd rent two movies or something, because they always had a deal. One of them would always have a big scratch, so you'd get halfway through the movie or partway through the movie, and it would just start skipping, and oh, oh, can't read that, and you'd miss a portion of the movie. So then they just start every time you rent a movie, they didn't even look; they just put it right in. You'd have to wait five minutes while it did its thing. I can just see myself going up to the counter, being like, "Do you have Rugrats Gone Wild?" (laughs) Thing like, and you know what? I remember too when it was like the vhs era they had the actual rewinders too and you'd have somebody just sitting there rewinding all the movies that people don't rewind because yeah exactly that's another one you'd rent to and didn't wasn't that one of the things that always like it didn't say on the box please rewind or something be kind please rewind yeah and it's just like it seems like such a simple thing but there were so many people that was like that was too big a deal for them because you know how many times i did a movie that was half done or completely done and like you said, who cares? Rewind the movie. But some of the older VHSs, it took like fucking an hour to rewind a movie. And you're like, oh, God, you wanted to watch it an hour ago and you've been waiting for it to rewind so you can watch the movie. Well, not only it. that, but like sometimes you wouldn't even think about looking at the video before you put it in the VHS player. And you'd put it in and it'd be halfway through the movie and you'd be like at a really climactic part. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, man, Darth is Luke's father? Damn. Man. It's the first time I've watched Star Wars. But I, I remember too, didn't they used to have deals where like with movies too? Or sometimes where you go in and like if you rented a movie or two movies on Saturdays, sometimes it, you could get like a bag of popcorn or something with it. They'd give you like a two liter Coke and a bag of popcorn and make a night of it essentially. Like it was special deals they had too. Yeah, I remember like especially with Blockbuster, they had like a make it a Blockbuster night and you'd have like yeah. the popcorn and all the, they had so yeah. much candy. Okay. It was a Blockbuster's bucket, and they put a microwave bag in it. And it was, just, it was you if you rented two movies, you got that for free. And, like, a bag of candy or something. Yeah, they had some good deals. Like, if you bought a lot at Blockbuster, it wasn't that expensive. If you bought, like, one movie, it was like, okay, $7.95. Yeah. If you got more, you got more crap with it to make it worth it. Yeah. They were pretty smart that way, actually. They did a lot of smart things, like we mentioned, like the kiosks and stuff. And I always remember, like the the TVs on in the corners of the store with like uh, stuff that's coming up, like stuff that's coming to video. Like even movies that we maybe at the time were not that it would show porn, but movies that maybe we at the time weren't allowed to see, like more adult themed. Yeah, you could yeah. Watch, watch a preview for it on there. I think that's how I got to really like want to see Austin Powers, like the first Austin Powers. I remember seeing it in, in like a blockbuster or something, or it might have even been that video club, but uh, they were playing like a trailer for that. I'm like, this looks so funny. Let's get this, ma'am. And then that started my love of Austin Powers, but that's another episode. Didn't they also have those? Sorry, random, just thinking as I wanted to say before I forgot. Do you remember a blockbuster? And I think the other ones did it too. Most of them do do it. But blockbusters, I remember being, they had, you'd walk in and they had the gumball machine. And if you, got one of the special gumballs that had Blockbuster, the Blockbuster logo printed on it. You got like a free movie or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
hate it, but I do remember Blockbuster. They, I remember that being a big deal. They had the big orb that said Blockbuster on it, full of random colored gumballs, and you put the quarter in or whatever it was, and you'd roll it down. And if you got one of the pink balls that had the printed logo on it, you got a free game or a free movie, and you'd have to go or free rentals, I should say. And that's what you'd show them when you go to rent. You'd yeah. Get to keep- wasn't there a special one too? Like you got the free rental ones, but wasn't there like a single one in there that was like you get a special thing? I was gonna say I think there was like a yet like a gold, a yellow one. There was because I remember them being like blue, and then blue and like I remember being it wasn't like rainbow. I remember it was only specific colors because I remember that pink was the one that had for some reason it was pink with the blockbuster logo was a rental one, and I remember there were always there was only like one or two yellow ones. And yeah, that got you something else. Like maybe it was two rentals. I don't know, but it, there was only two of them in there. So if you got those, you were like super lucky and you could get more. Like, I don't know if it was, they gave you popcorn and candy, but you got something with it. Yeah, something. Maybe like even like a premium membership. Like they had those premium memberships for a while that you could like, I think it was Blockbuster Movie Club and Blockbuster Game Club or Game Pass, something like that. I remember like a $30 membership. That's all I remember. I remember the game one. There was the one game one, yeah, and you could get as many rentals as you wanted for like 30 bucks a month or something like that. The game one was cool because I think you got like unlimited rentals, but you could only have one out at a time or something like that. Yeah. And, and you, had- you had coupons for different things too. It's bug me though. Forget that game. It was it was the movie club, but what was the game one had a weird name. It was a like game I can't remember now, but it was game something. Because then near the end, didn't they also have it like EB where you could go in and trade games in? Yeah, that's how I got a lot of my uh, 360 games when I had my first 360, anyways. I think it was, ah, Game Freedom Pass. Is that it? I thought I had a weird name. $14.99 for the first month. $19.99 regular. Rent up to one game at a time. No limit to how many games you can rent. That was actually just a limited time thing i think it was blockbuster game pass wasn't it it was i thought i remember it having like a weird name like like they were trying to make it sound cool like game something but just it sounded cooler than just game pass but it was just game pass but i thought i remember it being a different name but yeah well, that was, it, like, i think they had their own game thing too in some store game rush game rush yes yeah. that's it they, that was their own little game store kind of within their store oh okay. i remember bugging my mom for that being like, can we get that? Can we get that? Because I used to run games like crazy, right? I didn't have money to buy them. And they, my parents would give me like five bucks on the weekend and go, grow rent a game and leave me alone. <laughs> so I was like, can we just get a membership? Then I could just rent as many as I want. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was pretty cool to have that. But I remember like that entered another problem for me because I had to be driven to the game store as well. So they got mad about that too because they'd have to drive me to the Blockbuster so that I could get the game. Yeah, you weren't allowed to just walk or ride your bike because it was too far. It was like three blocks away. Yeah, it was even farther for me, I think. But, I mean, after a while, I started walking there. So it would have been, I've always lived at that house, so it would have been four or five blocks for me, and it would have been like seven or eight for you. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, was, you were two blocks further. It was pretty far, but I oh, always yeah. enjoyed going there. That was me and the cousins. Right, me and my cousins on the weekend, we would ride, we'd ride our bikes there. That's what we'd go do. Because my parents didn't want to drive us. So we'd ride our bikes there or get a game or a movie or both. And that would be our weekend. Sitting in my basement, playing stupid games, watching dumb movies. I remember going there with you the one time. And 
we ended up renting a bunch of games and I rented a hockey game and uh, your cousin Clayton came over and uh, I was playing the hockey game and he, he's like, oh, I, I can win against anybody. And then he played me and I think I beat him like eight nothing or something like that. Something crazy. He's a diehard uh, big talker. He thinks he's badass and everything. I, was, I thought that was funny. I remember like us renting like three or four games that night, and I think it was like twenty eight dollars or something like that. It was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when every game was like four dollars a pop. That's like sixteen games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the other one. Sorry, I just thought of it. The other one of the other ones we always used to rent was uh, with Lizzie, George, and Ralph there. Oh, uh, Rampage. And then there was Rampage. There was Rampage World Tour, and then Rampage Universal Tour. Those were one yeah. of the ones I rented. And me, like I said, me and my cousins, as we do on the weekend, that was one of the ones that we rented over and over and over and over again. And we, every time, because that one didn't save either. Once you shut it off, it erased all the game. You had, the whole point was to start at the beginning and see how far you could get. So there was no saving your progress. So we would all night, like literally, I remember one time we rented it and we started playing at like eight at night. We didn't go to bed until six in the morning because we were, we'd gotten so far in the game for once and we didn't want to shut it off and lose everything. And we just wanted to see how far we could get. And, like, yeah, we played that game for, like, 15 hours straight one time. That was an awesome game. I just thought of that one. That was another one I used to love. Side note on that one. I think it was, like, last year. Me and one of uh, Danielle's friend's husbands were (laughs) sitting there playing Rampage for, like, three hours. And it just kept going and going. Yeah, it never ends. And we just beat level after level after level. We're looking at each other like, is this game end? And we never, we never got to the end. We started getting bored with it. When we were kids, we loved it. It never ended. That was one of the few games that we played that, and it never ended. Universal yeah. Tour was even worse. Because World Tour was, I shouldn't say it never ended. At some point, it had to. But, like, you went to every... They even had, like, no-name places. Like, oh, just some random little city's name. And, it, like, it, was just, it would just keep going, and you just went to each one. Universal yeah. was the... They just made up planets. And, like, oh, you went to Glib Glob. You, you just went to all these stupid... <laughs> And it never ended. You just kept going. And they added, well, then they, that was when they added the rhino. Yeah. Was like two characters they added. I can't remember those ones. What were those ones named? I think it was just the four characters. Was it just four? Because there's Lizzie, Ralph, and George, and maybe they just added the rhino in Universal Tour. Is that what it is? I, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I do remember the rhino in a second. I always liked those games. I used to rent those a lot as a kid, too. Especially, I think, World Tour, I rented a lot on PS1. And I ended up buying that like last year, actually, for PS1. But uh, another weird rental that I actually remember getting the one time was <laughs> the Magic School Bus. And it cool. was such a weird game because it was, I think, one of those games where it was like mini games. So you'd have like different things. I remember like you had to uh, travel through the body in the bus. And you'd have to like miss all the different like things going around in your body, all the viruses and stuff. I think okay. you were, I think you were transporting like the medicine to whatever you needed to transport it to. But I just remember like that game being really, really obscure. Like I don't ever remember seeing that again after I rented it that one time. It's so horrible that they're like just pull it off the shelf. I think it was a really uh, small game. But uh, I never found it again. And I mean, like, there were a lot of games that I didn't even get to play. Like, I remember wanting to play, like, Dexter's Lab for PS1. 
which I ended up buying. And uh, let me just say, don't play that game because it's really bad and it takes about two hours to beat the entire game and it's all mini games. But I liked all the licensed games. Like I used to buy like or rent a lot of the Simpsons games. I rented Virtual Bart. Virtual Bart. Yeah, that was a really weird Simpsons game where you're like going into his dreams or something. I can't remember a whole lot about it. But I remember like you had to like throw tomatoes at certain people like I think Nelson and the twins and stuff like that. And uh, like that was mini games too, but it was like more, I don't know, there were more intricate mini games, I guess. They took longer to complete, but I always liked that game. I always wanted to rent that one. I don't know why, because it was really short. There were only like six things to do in the whole game. But I feel like that was a lot of those games that I rented. Like you'd rent them and you'd just instantly regret it. And then you're stuck with it all weekend. So you got to make do. Yeah, well, then you paid for it. It's like, I got to play this stupid game now. Yeah. I think video game stores and like rental stores would have done better if they had like a guarantee if you don't like the movie if you don't like the game bring it back get something you do like that would have saved me many times yeah well they didn't care because it wasn't it wasn't losing them any money to have that's not what put them out of business right yeah (laughs) i mean i think the times just changed so much i mean that guy that did netflix guy that started netflix reed hastings he started it after owing $40 in late fees to Blockbuster over Apollo 13. Which is awesome. So just yeah. stupid. I'm not coming back. I'm starting my own video thing. I think it's hilarious. And it's even more hilarious that Blockbuster just let Netflix go. They were so big at the time, Blockbuster, that they could have bought Netflix and it would have made, wouldn't have made a dent in them. Well, now there's only the one left, which somewhere, what they left. Oh, it's in Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. There you go. Yeah. You talk about on Dave and Chuck all the time. Yeah, it's the last remaining one. I don't know if it's even like the exact same kind of thing. I I googled it, and even just like that, it looks more like it's just a like. There's a lot of people taking selfies in front of it. I think it's more of a joke now. Like nobody goes to it. It's just the last one there, so people go and take pictures and look. I'm in a blockbuster. I think. Like Google it's it. more of like a normal video store with Blockbuster slapped on it. Like it doesn't have any of the, I don't know. Blockbuster had a certain aura to it to me. I don't know if it was just the blue and yellow colors all over the place, and it just, I don't know. It looked '90s to me. I think is what it was. Well, and actually, just random because I'm looking at a picture here, and now that I see it, I remember. You remember they, they like they had like it was the all it was was where the employees went. Probably was a break room to be truthful. But I remember as a kid, always wondering what was behind that locked door in the back. There was always between two movie gate and movie uh, shelves. There's that one locked door of the day with the blockbuster logo over it. And now it's yeah, a, uh, it's a keep out. And as a kid, I'm always like, what's back there? What's back there? Now, of course, it's, I realize it's just where the employees go to hang out. But <laughs> yeah, I, I used really, to think they had more games back there. I that's really. what I thought. They were hiding crap. Like they got the good games back there. Yeah, they've got extra copies of this one that they don't have out here. Yeah, they're just keeping it from me. I used to think that about, like, all stores. I used to think, like, they had a huge inventory in the back and they were just too lazy to bring this stuff up. But now I know that that's not true. It's kind of sad to be an adult sometimes, you know? You know all the secrets now and it's just not as fun. It's an era gone by. Yeah, I think 
think it's just I mean, I don't see any point in having a movie store at well, in it's this changed. day and age. We have family video here, I mean, just like you guys did, but they don't, they don't they're not do well here, obviously they didn't do well, they all closed. But I just it's it's a different time now. Like even well, not to go off track here, but like with Best Buy. Best Buy isn't a rental place, it's a place to buy crap. But you remember when we were kids, we used to go there and go through the game section and you could go see that, go look at the surround sound stuff. You go in nowadays and it's like the game sections all have one shelf of stuff because nobody buys hard copies or anymore. And then there's like a giant computer section and even the surround sound section has gone down to nothing. Like the shit, the crap we used to go in there to look for now is like, I go, I don't, even I go in there, I'm like, why am I here? Like, it's not what, it's all um, appliances and crap now. That's what it is. And phones. Well, I think you bring up an interesting thing there in that, like, it's changed so much, the layout of these stores, and the fact that if I want a certain thing, chances are a store's not going to have it. It doesn't matter what it is. It seems like every time I try and buy something, I have to buy it online now. And I think that's what started to happen with, like, these rental places, too, they started having less new releases or less copies of new releases and stuff. So you go there and you knew they weren't going to have it anyways. So people just started, you know, using Netflix. People started using other means. People started using the internet to download things, yeah. which I think is something people don't think about too. The reason that the video stores went down wasn't just because of Netflix. I mean, I think that was actually a small thing. Netflix is great and all, but there's a lot of problems with that, too. The reason that the video stores went away is because people have access to a lot faster internet now and back in that time. Yeah. You can download a movie in, like, a few minutes at this point in time. And even back then in 2000, 2009, 2010, 2011, I was downloading a ton of movies. Yeah, just to my hard drive, and I would make my own DVDs out of them. I don't do that anymore, but because it's so much easier to actually buy the content now. But back then, like, you couldn't find the stuff in a video store. Oh, I'll just go online and get it, and it was easy. Thanks to download, but yeah, yeah. Summer, they used to talk. Oh yeah, I've got whatever. Like, like you said, I don't know. Austin Powers downloading at home. It'll probably be done by the time I get home. Yeah, I mean, back then it wasn't that crazy, but like when Blockbuster was uh, like dying, it was at a time when you could download something really fast. It just, you know, but a lot of people like talk about Netflix and that being like the main thing that drove them out. I don't think Netflix was the same as Blockbuster. I don't know if you feel that way, but Netflix to me is nothing like Blockbuster. They don't have new releases. They have stuff that's a year old. Yeah, they don't. Well, now they have their own you know netflix exclusive stuff but otherwise yeah they don't have a lot of like the newer movies come out you don't get them right away you still have to wait for a month i don't know yeah so to me netflix wasn't so much of the downfall it was it's also like i don't know about you but like with netflix it's funny but and i'm not trying to talk talk it down but you, you ever notice you go on netflix you can spend four hours looking through the six thousand movies they have and still be like there's nothing to watch i just don't <laughs> yeah. want Whereas when you went to the movie place, you know, Blockbuster or, you know, wherever you said there, uh, Video Vision or whatever it's called there, you go in, you'd look the whole store, but you always, and every time, like, yeah, sure, there were a couple movies that you probably rented a lot because you liked that movie, 
But you, every time we went, we got different movies. Now, like I said, with Netflix, Disney Plus, I usually end up finding like the same show or the same. I don't mean to, but it's just I look for two hours and then go, I'm tired of looking. And I just go back to the old faithful of, you know, Disney Plus Simpsons on Netflix. It's Family Guy. Just because I know it's there. I know I enjoy it and I'm tired of looking. So I'm just going to watch that same damn show when I have 6,000 options to watch. But whenever you went to a Blockbusters, I, we always left with different movies. We never rented the same stuff. Like I said, there was a couple of movies you did, but for the most part, you always at least got one new movie or whatever, or a new series that you'd rent there. And they give when you that's another one. You could rent whole seasons there. I remember doing that with Keith. We rented um what was that Battle show? Star. Battlestar. Just gonna say where they said frack instead of the F word. Yeah, he loved that show. And we went and I remember renting three seasons of that and going back to my house and chilling one night and just watching those because he wanted me to watch them because it was so they said they were so great. They weren't, by the way, but he thought they were awesome. <laughs> well, I mean I think that's kind of funny, too, because I do the same thing. Like, everybody tells me how much they love Netflix. And I mean, I can't tell you the last thing I watched on Netflix. I don't see a lot on Netflix. I feel like their content stays on there forever. Their originals are good now. Back when the video stores were going out of business, they didn't have those originals. So it wasn't really like that. But like now with the stuff like it's true. I go to what I know. I don't want to like start a bunch of new things, really. I don't care about the new stuff. I like going back to like The Simpsons. I'm watching tons of The Simpsons on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Caitlin's yelling at me. <laughs> but I mean, e- even that, like, I got Sling TV because I hated when I'd sit down with like a bowl of food or something. I'm ready to watch TV. And I'd look on Netflix, I'd look on Disney Plus, I'd look, you know, not so much Disney Plus, because Disney Plus is pretty new, but I'd look on Netflix, or I'd look on Hulu, and I'd be like, yeah, I I can't find anything to watch. But on Sling, I can just turn on the TV channel, and I'm good. Like, I think, like, honestly, (laughs) yeah, I don't like the fact that you have so much choice, because it's just overwhelming, almost. Yeah, and I feel like that with a lot of people. Like, when me and Danielle try and sit down and watch a show, it's like, what do you want to watch? Well, I want to watch something like this. Oh, well, I want to watch something like this. Well, you want to watch a drama. I want to watch a comedy. Exactly. And you're not going to get those two things. So it ends up she just watches her own thing, and I end up watching whatever she wants to watch, or we'll watch two separate things or whatnot. It's just not the same. It's a different experience. I think it was because, like I said, when you went to Blockbuster... Well, also Blockbuster 2, sorry, ran a little backtrack there. But what was good about it, too, was that they, they like, took movies out and put new stuff in, right? Because they only had limited space. Whereas, like, Netflix can. They can have 6,000 movies of every movie ever freaking made on there. Like, whereas Blockbuster only had, they, that one only had so much room. So they'd switch out movies, like, oh, this one's not getting rented as much, so put a new one in. And you'd come in and be like, oh, there's a new movie. Or, like, you'd see different stuff. You wouldn't, you don't, you wouldn't always see the same thing. And with Netflix, they've got the whole you recommended for you thing, but that's the problem because you tend to recommend it for you tends to be the same thing. You watch the same things over and over again because that's what's recommended for you. Or like Blockbuster, like I said, you'd go and they'd switch it out. So there was always different stuff. So you, sometimes you'd see things you wouldn't have necessarily thought of before. You already went, so you're going to try and rent something. You're not going to waste your time now. Yeah, and that's what I really liked about Blockbuster. Like it was all front and center. 
or any any rental store. I mean, it was all front and center. They had the movies nicely spaced out, so you weren't overwhelmed with stuff. Like when you're looking on Netflix, it's I don't know what's on Netflix. They have so many titles. I don't know what's on there. You're oh. like you said, you see the same ten things every day, and you're recommended for you or whatever. And like their categories kind of change sometimes, but mostly I see their originals and whatever is like brand new. And everything else that, like, I might like to watch something else, but I never see half of what Netflix has. I could have gone into a blockbuster and seen everything that they have. And sometimes when I went to a blockbuster, like, I'd have 10 to 15 movies that I want, and I'd have to narrow it down to three. And that was the fun part, too. These are the five I want to see, but I can only get two, so let's pick out the two I want. Or you'd find, like, a series that you never watched before. Like, yeah. you know, like, for example, like an Austin Powers, you could rent, you know, the first one, the second one, the third one, and just binge it all night, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's it was just a different experience. It's not the same anymore. Well, sorry, that's what I was going to say. With Netflix, like you said, you see the same. But even where, like, you tr- if you even if you try and go through the different categories, a lot of times they put the same. And some of the categories are so stupid, too. I'm sorry. But some of them are so dumb. You're going through, and, like, I ha- last time I was on Netflix, one of the I'm going through in the one of the first, you know, you just hit down to see what it is. And it's got one of the first categories they had after recommended for you was like foreign something. And it was all Indian and Chinese movies. Yes. Yes. And they're, they're even trying to mix them into like not to be rude, but normal movies. Like I was one we went into the action category once and there was this one that looked kind of interesting. It was like some guy in like the, the, the trailer of it was like he got shot at and he almost kind of did like a Matrix movie. Time slowed down. And he just like slightly avoided the bullet. He stopped another one with his hand, and it was like, "Oh, this kind of looks like a cool action movie." We go to watch it. It's um, Turkish with dubbed English, so it was so awkward to watch, and the storyline was really weird. And they couldn't even get half. And it was put into like the again, not be dick, but the normal action movies. Like, no offense, I'm from North America. I don't want to see that. Put the North American movies in there. Don't well, the I think if you have never watched a movie like that, like it shouldn't be recommended to you. And that's the thing to me, like with a rental store, that was cool. I don't like westerns, so I'm gonna stay away from the westerns section. Yeah, stay away from that section. Or I don't want to see a sports movie. I'm gonna stay away from the sports section. I really want to see comedies. Oh, there's all these different comedies in there. There's an old school. There's you know an anchorman. You know, all these different comedies that you can love to watch, and you'd end up having you know a bunch of things. <laughs> in your hands at the end of going through the sections that you want to go through because it's all perfectly curated for you to walk through the store. I think with Netflix too, not to put a bunch of blame on them, but they, they I almost feel like Netflix was kind of the downfall of movies in general. Like it became too easy for them to put out Netflix exclusives and crap like that. So now there's not a lot of movies that you really get excited. Like, I don't know about you, but I remember when we were kids, like when they're with, although they were horrible now that I'm older, I can't believe I liked them. But the, the, prequels there in star wars the three one two and three don't i remember when we were kids that was the biggest deal going to see those and the newer ones here came out now and i'm just like i don't like it's just i don't even want to see it i don't i don't i don't find a lot of movies are made all that great anymore and i think it's just because it's a it's way too easy now with all these streaming services where they just have movies that go directly to their streaming service and they have all these really big actors in them but the movie itself kind of sucks like <laughs> And it's well, just, I yeah, I, I look at things like cats for that, but you know, 
it, it's just they throw a bunch of these actors in there and hope it's going to be good and then it bombs and but as an example because we me and caitlin are just talking about that it did horrible but you see the trailer and you're like look at all the people it's got in it but mm. it's just garbage and that's what I, I find like i not like i said i don't need to put a ton of blame on netflix because that, that could just be coincidence too i feel like it's just they brought out ideas but because they could just flood these streaming services with all these random movies and like, oh, there's so there's there are quite a few, not even just exclusives, but movies that even just went directly to Netflix that necessarily weren't exclusive. They just didn't do well. And they can just flood them with these craptasticular movies. <laughs> and now there's no there's not a lot of really good movies anymore. Like, I don't find there's a bunch of movies that like when we were kids, people used to dress up to go see stuff like when Harry Potter came out. Caitlin being one of them, which I find strange and I didn't do it, but whatever. Some people liked it. She would go dressed up as a Harry Potter character. And, you know, I just you don't feel like you see that anymore. Like, it's not, there's not as many good movies where that happens as much anymore. Like, I know they did that with Star Wars, but I didn't find the last ones to be that great. But Well, I think I part of that is, like, just running out of ideas and trying to rehash everything 50 times. I mean, we talked a little bit about Ghostbusters in the last episode and how they're making another one. And it looks like it's going to kind of reboot it to, you know, different Ghostbusters. And, and then you have, like, a lot of, like, different series that they just kind of bring back or latch on to that you know do well i mean you heard things like breaking bad where they just kept that going kept that going kept that going and now they've kind of done like spin-offs to it and they're gonna do like different oh. movies for it and stuff like that once an idea hits it's like people can't let it go or let it breathe even star wars i mean now we've had three more movies they've finally ended like the the they better story arc. They better end it because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't find those. A lot of people love these newer ones, and I honestly. Did you see the latest one? I didn't see the newest one. I remember going to theaters to see the like the first the the first of the newest ones. There are seven. Yeah. I remember going to theaters to see it, and not that I hated it, but I found that it was literally just a rehash of the original, like not the well, yeah, the original four to to six. There, like I found it was just a rehash of that. Like it was. Just, I, I remember I remember turning to Caitlin while I watched it and saying, like, this is going to happen because that's how it happened in that one. They're just going to slightly tweak it to involve these characters. But it was like, honestly, and I know numerous people have talked to us said the same thing. They found that it was just they took everything from the four to six and just threw them into one movie and then a bunch of geeky stuff to make you go, oh, my God, there's the Millennium Falcon. But really, the movie wasn't that great. Even yeah, I mean, I felt like I felt like the latest one was pretty good. I mean, we watched eight right before it, too, because I hadn't watched that one. I think eight was kind of meh, but uh, nine was really good. I think I kind of closed heard everything up in the right ways for the most part. People have said they like the way it ended. But I've heard people's like we talked to some of uh, you mentioning there her and some of her friends who are more intellectual and way into that. And they said that's what they said. Like, it was good, but they're just like, it was kind of. You could tell it was going to happen. Yeah, and it, you could. You could. It's a running out of ideas thing. Like, they just but that's the main problem, though. Like, everybody's running out of ideas, and instead of anybody being creative, and this goes across everything, I feel like. Like, you know, I'm running into the same problems with, like, all of my entertainment, like my video games. I feel like nobody has a creative bone in their body to make something new or make something just because it's fun. Putting 60,000 DLC for it. Well, I think like, and I'll go back to like just the PS2 Xbox era for a second. And I know that's going to be our next episode, but just quickly touching on it. 
in that era, you had games that actually like took chances and did different things. I remember like Burnout really coming into its own on the PS2 and Xbox, and like you know, no other racer was like that where you just crashed in things and did things just because it was fun. It didn't have to make any sense. It was just fun, well, and I loved was, games like that. Crash, like you just ran things. Yeah, but you had games like that, and it, they didn't have to make sense. They just had to be fun. And I feel like every game now has to have a multi-million-dollar story and just you know have everything kind of encapsulated in it. It has to have an open world. It has to have a great story. It has to have these great like orchestral audio cues. It has to have all these characters that have sprawling backstories. Not every game needs to be like that. And I think not not that many people need to have the time to play through a game like that. I Googled the last remaining blockbuster. I'm just looking at some of the stuff. One of the pictures has made me think of it. Remember when I was talking about the gumball thing? Yeah. Uh, remember this one at the one by, by you, by us there. Uh, you remember there used to be, it was like, it was a gumball machine. But it, I think it was hockey there. But you put your thing and the gumball come down. And it was almost like a pinball machine. You had to hit the gumball back up. And if you could hit the targets, that was one of the ones where you get a free rental. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I just saw a picture of it and I started thinking about what that. That was one of the ones they used to have there. I remember being hockey there. This one's like baseball, but that one was hockey. Yeah, it's really cool. The net, you got a free rental or something. Yeah, they had a lot of like inventive ways of getting like uh, free stuff. Blockbuster especially was like a pretty generous company that way. I feel like you had a lot of coupons with them. You had a lot of different like little promotions and stuff like their main prices were pretty bad, but they actually had some different things that you could do to kind of make things a little cheaper and stuff like that. And I remember they always had like merchandise, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, they like always even, had... even now, like they have a, a pop up store that they've done. And I think it's like just a company that makes their apparel and stuff. But they made like a little pop-up store with like Blockbuster shirts and stuff that you can buy, and it made it look like an old video store. I thought that was pretty cool. It's a new market they can get into. Yeah, I think like there people are nostalgic for Blockbuster at this point in time because it's like probably well, about seven years since there's been a Blockbuster. That I mean, there's that one, but you know. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I don't think I think it's maybe it's just coincidence. But it's just, I don't know about you, but movies in general, it seems like it just used to be different. And like I said, it might just be, uh, I'm sure it is just coincidence and maybe me getting older and I'm just being a dick. But I just don't find a lot of movies and shit are as good as they used to be. And it seems like it was around the time where Blockbuster started going out. It stopped becoming as big a deal for you to go to the theater. Movie and entertainment like that just kind of took it. It just changed. And it's not the same anymore. And that was just a different time of, like you said, it was so 90s. There was malls, there was movie rental places, theaters, and now there's just everything's gone online. There's none of that crap anymore. Like there are malls, but 90% people don't. If only people go to malls are young kids who just want to go act like idiots. They can anybody who buys crap just goes online. Like I don't know, maybe it's because we are older, but I just feel like it was different then. And it seems like the fall of Blockbuster kind of marked the fall of movie entertainment and gaming. Yeah. Really. Like I everything feel that I, way too. Hell. But that could just be old and cynical. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. I mean, like, do you feel like people just expect more? 
these days, like it's not good enough to just sit down and watch a movie or sit down and play a game. People have to go out and do a bunch of stuff to make themselves feel like they're accomplishing something. Everybody's a critic now too, right? Like, I don't know. Like I said, when we were young, you went somewhere, you just be like, that movie was awesome. Now it's every time we go and see him, you just, you made me think of it, but we were talking with, uh, like I said, Janine and her friends and we went out for dinner the one day. And what movie was it? But they were talking about it. And all I remember is me being like, oh, I kind of liked that movie. But they were talking about it like it was this, oh, it was so, well, if you look, there's this. And, you know, there was, oh, there, something about the editing wasn't done right. You can notice, like, they're so critical of every stupid thing. It's like, but was it, did you not enjoy the story? Oh, yeah, it was a good story. But just enjoy the movie and shut up. Like, everybody's so critical and everybody's a, well, a, a critic now. Everybody can p- pick every movie apart and there's every stupid little thing. And I don't know. And I'm but just I like, feel well, like, you know, even even that. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, everybody th- thinks that they know everything about these movies and these games. And even me, like I do game and movie reviews. But there's some times where it's just like, yeah, this was a good game because it was fun. Just, this was a good movie because it was just well done. And I liked it and I liked the story. It Sometimes it doesn't have to be more than that. You don't have to criticize every little thing about it because I think that like people have gotten to a point where, oh, well, why was it bad? Does it, is it, you know, is this character just not a good actress? Is, you know, you don't have to dive into that every time because sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes I don't care if the actress is a good actress or the actor is a good actor. Sometimes I just care that it was a funny movie or that it was some movie that evokes some emotion in me. Well, and it's just a kind of random again, but it's also just like with the, like with games and everything, everything has to make a, I feel like everything has to make a point nowadays. Like, like it became like, I don't want to sound like a sexist dick. Of course I understand women can do everything men can do, but like games that we were kids, was always like I'm surprised they haven't redone Halo and be like actually it turns out Master Chief was a woman. Just you know, <laughs> yeah. complained about like even comics. Like you look at Captain America. They killed off Captain America and made him a woman. They killed they killed off well they didn't kill off Thor just kind of disappeared. But Thor stopped being Thor and they made him a woman. Like a woman became Thor and like it's not saying that a woman can't be a superhero because there are plenty of other one of the original superheroes is Captain Marvel who I don't know why everyone is so. I remember when that came out, everybody being so like, oh, can you believe it? They made her a girl. Captain Marvel, as far as I yeah, know. Cap- yeah, Captain Marvel, Marvel was a girl, I thought. It was always, as far as I knew, it was always a woman. But everyone was so like, oh my God, they made it. And then just everything had to become old because it was a political. And well, we got to make it a woman so people won't get pissed off and they want to see it. And that's the problem. It's, it's become less about making the movie they wanted to make and more about pleasing people because they were, or being afraid of the stupid shit they were going to say, like, Every little thing they're gonna, you, no matter what they did, there was gonna be something that was found wrong. It was sexist. It was racist because the main character was white and he should have been black, or he should have been Indian, or whatever, or he was black and he should have been Indian, or whatever. Like I don't really give a crap, but you can't just enjoy the movie because it has. There's always, they're all, they miss out on certain things. Maybe storyline, I don't know, tag plot, whatever. But they miss out on certain things because they're focused too much on making it so that everyone can be included, so nobody feels, you know, oh, they didn't, they didn't represent my people enough, like. Just watch the movie. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like people are too opinionated about everything these days. And it's pushed everything away. Yeah, that's what it is. Everybody's too damn opinionated. Like, I don't know. Just aggravates me. <laughs> there is one more kind of thing I want to touch on with Blockbuster. 
Redbox, which I don't know. Like, are there any Redboxes in Canada right now? Get out of the, the, what do you call it? Like the candy dispenser thing, right? It's the kiosk kind of like outside of stores where you can rent DVDs from. We, I think we did have those for a little bit, but. You know what? You did. You did. And then even before I moved here, they got rid of them. But. You know what? It's funny. Those seem to be, because now that you mention it, there's a, what's it called? It's in Windsor here. We have a store. I don't know if it's a chain, if they're everywhere, but there's one here called, uh, is it Yellow Box or Big Box or something? And it's like a, like a really cheap grocery store. Like it's the low. Oh, no frills. It's like no, yeah, no frills, big box or something like that, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like they're separate brands. We have, we have other no frills, but there's this one's called no frills, big box or something. Yeah. And it again, I don't want to be rude, but it's like a really cheap grocery store. Like I don't like. I've gone in it to buy stuff for the commission, but I don't like to go in it for myself. Not to be uppity, but it's it's like real. It's where people with no money go. But anyways, those are the ones that because ha- I think even the food basics by us, like it's a block up from us. They have a red box outside. So it's like the cheap places where they sell, again, not to be rude, but the cheapest, crappiest food that they can legally sell. That's where they put those red boxes and movie dispensary things out front. But they do pretty well. I mean, even we've used them a few times here. Like, I think it's like two bucks a rental. So yeah, I mean, you go there and you get like a, a new release or whatever, and it's fairly new movies. Um, and, you know, you get them for two bucks. I think you get them for a night which just screwed us over a couple times already. But uh, the late fees are nothing. I, I think it's like, you know, 75 cents or something if you miss a day. But, like, I think, like, Blockbuster could have kind of transitioned to that and still kind of been around. Yeah, they probably could. I mean, if Redbox is doing it, they could have just done it. It could have been just Blockbuster, whatever. Because but... I think they actually had something like that, and they stopped using them. I think, what was it called now? I can't remember. But they had, like, kiosks like that, I think. And uh, they just stopped. I think the problem with that, too, now, is that it wouldn't work as well either anymore as it is. Just because, like, I'm surprised even those red boxes are doing okay. Because, and sorry, but Disney. Disney is just a mega corporation taking over everything. And I know it's, oh, they're all about making kids happy, but they're just a money-hungry corporation. They like they they bought everything and they charge ridiculous amounts of money for other corporations to use it now. So like even a blockbuster, if they wanted to rent out the Star Wars movies or even now freaking the Simpsons uh, series or whatever, they probably they had to, like to rent that. You had to pay special fees to the company who owned the name to it so that you could yeah. leak it out. So it'd be too much because Disney's just a money hungry corporation that charges ridiculous amounts of money for everything. So it's just. I don't think it would be able to because then they'd have to make it so you'd pay $20 for a rental just so you could rent freaking Star Wars now. Whereas, like you said, you can pay, what is it, 14 bucks a month now and you have access to all of them. Yeah. Blockbuster Express, that's what it was. Their kiosks. I don't think they kept going with those for very long. I'd have to check. But basically, like, that was their kind of thing that they were going to do to, like, a red box. It was exactly like a red box. And I think red box just ended up buying them out. Yeah, they did. Red box bought out Blockbuster Express. Because they already, like they said, they already have the idea. And they're like, we're already doing better than you. You're not, you're not going to beat us out for this. Yeah, and I think by that time, like, Blockbuster was dying anyways. So it was whatever. But, like, uh, 
you know, it just seemed like it went down so fast because it was one minute I was getting everything from Blockbuster. The next it was like, oh, they're dead. Yeah, they were just gone. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember, like, there being a big, like, you know, portion of time where, like, they were going under. It just seemed like everything was fine. And then, like, the next day you're like, hey, where'd all the Blockbusters go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything just disappeared. I think within a month, especially in Canada, they were all shut down. Like, they announced it, they were shut down. It was really quick. And, uh, actually, there was this guy, um, on Phone Losers of America on YouTube. He called into one of the final Blockbuster meetings that all the managers were having when they were closing the stores. Yeah. And, uh, they didn't know he was on the call. And he's like, well, I kind of want to hang up, but I feel like this is part of history, so I have to just continue. So he actually has like 15 minutes of them talking about like how they're going to close out the stores and that they can sell like the kiosks and stuff. Yeah, try and make some of their money. Yeah, every, everything was for sale. If you wanted like one of those PS2 kiosks or whatever, whatever it was at the time, I don't think they had kiosks at that time really too much, but not in Canada. Here they probably did. But you Hardcore. could buy that whole thing from them. So, what? I mean, I they were selling everything. I know you could buy the signs because there's a guy here on the way into LaSalle. His whole backyard is full of, like, old business signs like that. And he's got a big block that. sitting up on his uh, top of his garage. Just a big, the big, you know, it looks like the rift ticket there with the yellow outline. Yeah. He's just got something on his garage. And I'm like, oh, that would be kind of cool to have that. And, you know, it's something that's it's gone now. Nobody, like you said, there's the one store left, but it, it's gone. So... <laughs> It's I just mean, to me, like, that logo is really iconic. And then, like, I see it, I'm like, oh, that was such a good time in my life, like, being able to go there and just, it was fun. You knew when you were going to Blockbuster or you were going to any rental store that you were going to have, like, a fun night in some way. And yeah. I think, like, it was such an innocent type of fun where now, like, everybody needs to go out now. Everybody needs to go out to a bar or go out to do all these different things and, like, Sometimes, like, it's just cool to, like, rent a movie and just, you know, sit there and watch it for a couple hours with some popcorn or some candy or whatever. And same with the games. It was cool. Like, you'd have a game for a weekend and you'd see how far you could get into it. Well, yeah, like I said, that's exactly. It was just an experience. Like, I mean, even till, like I said, they only closed it about a month and a half ago now, not even. But that when we used to go to that family video yeah, you could you could get movies on Netflix that you're already paying for, but there was something about going there, picking two movies out, getting a you know a thing of pop and some candy or something, and going home with Caitlin and just sitting on the couch and watching the movies and chillaxing for the night. Even though yes, you could do the exact same thing on Netflix, pick a movie, go make some popcorn, but there was something about going to a video store and renting it. And, I don't know. It's like you said, it was just when we were kids, it was so much fun. Or so maybe it's just it's the nostalgia of going to a, the video store, but. It just was a different experience than just going and watching a movie on Netflix and making a box or a bag of popcorn. I just think it's weird that people like aren't going to know what that is. Like, there's a whole and you know what's funny? I I read something and there was a line like, "We are the only generation that is going to know what a video store was like. Video stores were only around in their heyday from like the mid '80s to." the mid-teens of the 2000s. Yeah. So, you know, 30 years. 
So it's not very long. So a couple generations in there know what a video store is. I mean, if you asked a kid today what a video store is that isn't near like one of these family videos right now, which I think they're only in the Midwest here in the U.S., then yeah. nobody's going to really know what they are. And like, I feel like it's it's something that like is going to be kind of missing from childhood. Like I think kids growing up today have it so bad, like in terms of just like everything's just technology you're not going outside to do anything you you don't have the opportunity to just like rent a movie and then be done with it and go back outside and play or whatever like you know yeah i don't know like it's it's almost like like kind of like i said like it's almost like they don't have the appreciation for it because they have access to over a thousand movies on their stupid netflix and yeah this and they've got 17 different streaming services and it's, you don't appreciate it as much as like when we were kids. Like you said, you wanted to rent a new movie. You had to go to Blockbuster. You had to go walk and hope or walk around the outside to look for it. And you had to hope it was there that someone else didn't rent it. And, you know, it was like, and like I said, it was a big, it was the fun and the experience of it was fun to have to go and find what you want. I don't know. It's just, it's different now. You can just click on Netflix and go, all right, let's watch Family Guy. Let's watch whatever. Like I just watched a, under, Six Underground or whatever the hell it was called. Like, you could you can just watch whatever you want right in front of you. You don't have to worry about it being in. It's there, which is more convenient and really should be better. But it's just that video rental, the, the store, the Blockbuster was just a different experience. It just made it more fun. I don't know. Like, it's not the same anymore. And I just feel like they'll have the same appreciation for the movies. Yeah, I just feel like it's a time gone by at this point. But it's like one I like to look back on. I always like think about rental stores every once in a while i'm like oh man you know, those were some of the best little moments in my life just having a pizza on a friday night with a new game or something or a new movie or over to play a new game you rented yeah just discovering things i think that was the coolest part was the discovery of it all you didn't know what you wanted but you found these new things that you ended up really like any closing notes on blockbuster no i think we've basically said everything we can say <laughs> yeah pretty much and and more but, yeah, uh, most people won't get to hear that. <laughs> yeah, no, good. We'll have to cut that out because that was just ranting for like 20, 30 minutes. But, <laughs> but yeah, I miss rental stores and uh, hopefully uh, something else pops up like that that can kind of bring back that nostalgia. But I, I think they're pretty much dead other than family video at this point. I feel like they're probably, well, at least here they're gone in Windsor and around us they're gone, but. We oh. have one, and I haven't been in there. And uh, it has, like, a partnership with, like, Gino's Pizza and a CBD place and a cell phone place. <laughs> Which, I, every time I go by it, I'm like, what is what, what is that sign say? First, it was ice. You could get ice there. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Then it was the pizza. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Then it was the phones. I'm like, that is weird. And then it was the CBD. I'm like, I don't even know what this establishment is anymore. They sell it all in this one place. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like a store within a store within a store. You're talking about stores. You know what it is, too, that I missed about Best Buy? I'm sorry, Blockbuster? <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster is that, I mean, it was a rental store, whatever. But nowadays, when you go into a store, you get you enter and you're stopped seven times to sign up for a credit card. To, oh, can we help you? Can Oh, what are you looking for? Oh, and the, like seven people stop you to bug you. And the best thing I remember about Blockbuster was I went in and they'd say, hey, good evening or good morning. And then that was it. 
Yeah. I went, if you wanted movie. to talk to them, you could. I mean, they give you recommendations, but exactly. Or you could say, "Hey, I'm looking for the specific movie," and they type it in. But otherwise, they left you the hell alone. Now, everywhere you go, I just went with Caitlin to Chapters or Indigo, whatever it's called now. And seriously, we were bugged by four different people uh, before we could get to where, like, the section we wanted to look at. And every time we're like, no, we're good. We know what we're looking for. No, we're good. We know what we're looking for. And then someone tried to get us to sign up for a credit card. And another guy's trying to get me to buy a phone, a cell phone. I'm like, I got a cell phone. Leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. That's what I miss is when you could go shopping without having to sign up for 12 different things. And every yeah. time you go, hey, what's your email? I literally told a chick last time. She said, what's your email? And I said, you don't need it. And she went, no, I have to put your email in. I'm like, no, you don't. I just want to pay for my crap to go. And she's I don't like, do that. God bless. Exactly. I don't do that. God bless. But like, she wouldn't stop asking me. And she was like, so confused when I said no. And she's like, well, what do I do? I'm like, skip it. I'm done. You don't need my email. I just want to pay for this and go. And she's like, oh, but I, I need your email to complete the sale. So I'm like, oh, my God. And it seems like who cares? Just give her it. But I don't want to because I don't want to have to sign up for 17 different emails about stupid crap. I just wanted to buy the game or the book or the food, whatever the hell I wanted to buy and be left alone. Yeah, but now, I mean, I it used to be much more simple. You go in, you'd make the transaction. You're done. Pretty damn uh, simple. Yeah. You picked know. up what you wanted, you gave them the money for it, and you left. That's yeah. another one to talk about, just shopping in general. Oh, that'll What's be different? a thing. That'll be a thing, for sure. Yeah, that's one thing I hate. You can't go into a store without being bugged 12 times. Like Canadian Tire right now is, I don't know if you go to Canadian Tire very well. You could be, yeah, you have Canadian Tire over there, right? No, it's Canadian. <laughs> I saw one in Michigan. I thought you guys hadn't Canadian tires over there. No, not here. Well, anyways, you got your own, whatever they are over there. Canadian tire here. Well, they're one of the worst. When you go in, seriously, there's two people right off the bat the moment you entered standing there with big tablets who try and get you to sign up for credit cards. And then as you're walking around, there's others that are walking around with the tablets and they'll just randomly stop you and bug you to sign up for a credit card. And I'm like, no, I just told that guy I don't want to sign up for a credit card. I just told that guy I don't want to sign up for a credit card. Leave me alone. That's when you just take the tablet and you put John Smith, one, two, three, four, fake street. Boom. They don't leave you alone. It's annoying. Yeah. Like I said, that'll be another one to talk about. We'll never never see the rental stores come back, I don't think. I think Netflix has pretty much taken over. And physical media is coming to an end, too, I think. You know, we're going to be all digital everything soon. So, I mean, it's like that whole era is just everything about it is just so old at this point like it's just old hat i don't know but that's pretty much our episode on uh, blockbuster there's not much more i have to say and uh it, it did turn into mostly blockbuster we talked about a few other rental places but that's the one i remember the most so that's one i wanted to touch on the most i think went off on a couple tangents but we stayed mostly on track <laughs> you know what i said to people that we would do a do a thing on uh video rental stores and we did it for about 46 of one one hour and 55 minutes so i'm happy with that yeah may have been an hour and 10 minutes of just random stuff but you know what i think people are going to come to appreciate that i know i do (laughs) anyways this is us signing off on the video rental store episode next week's episode is going to be our microsoft xbox episode not the series one x not the 360 not the xbox one just the original Xbox, because that's what we have to call it now. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week.